What's going on, y'all boys? And welcome to Totally Blitz Podcast. We in the motherfucking Fight Club today. We talking Usyk, Joshua. We recapping it for y'all boys. Before we do that, do us a favor. Go down and like this video and do yourself a favor and subscribe to the channel. I'm Paul Pickle William Concha, and I'm joined with... Hey, man. It's that boy, Kev, a.k.a. the Dom PYE, a.k.a. the nigga on your motherfucking screen, and we talking some real fader shit, big boxing shit. What's going on, y'all, boys? It's prime time, Mark, man. Let's jump into it. Yeah, hey. Hey, y'all think I could trademark big boxing shit? That's gonna be my that's gonna be my catchphrase. Like trademark big boxing shit. That's what we big go with. Boxing shit. Big yeah. boxing shit. <laughs> but nah, man. Hey, appreciate anybody that speaks the channel, new subscribers, any viewers, any random likers, any random comments, any haters. We love y'all the most. Motherfucking. It's been up, man. It's been great. So before we talk any cards, anything like that, y'all boys, this has been a whole motherfucking what well, we've been doing this since the football season ended in February. So I just want to know, I appreciate y'all boys. Months. It's been a long time. We get into new shit. We get into another football season. The fight club's been going crazy. So I appreciate y'all boys coming through and putting me on fighting every week, dog. We do this shit outside. Y'all over here showing me how to do this shit professionally. Yeah. <laughs> you feel me? Oh, yeah. Facts. Yes, sir. I appreciate Marcus putting me on boxing. Shit. Now I got... I, this fucking card was amazing. Hey, man, y'all, y'all putting me on the UFC shit, too. So, it's a two-way. But fucking, what was this called? The Rage on the Red Sea. Definitely was some rage in there. Definitely was rage. The princes brought out, they had a fucking fashion walk. For them to get to the ring, that shit was hella hard. It was just that boy Eddie Hearn. I ain't gonna lie, that's one thing about Eddie Hearn, man. All his events, they always got some crazy stage, always some crazy entrance for the main event. Like Canelo had some fucking WWE shit in Miami. No, no, no. And when you look at this, the how big a deal this was, like I can Eddie Hearn probably said, like, yo, if y'all boys don't come fresh, y'all not getting paid. Because did you see that Chinese motherfucker? The co-main event, Zane. Zane. See, that boy yeah. Zane came through dumb clean. That boy came <laughs> first Sunday fresh. No, they ain't the cleanest on the car. The cleanest on the car was Popeye. Oh, Richard. Oh, yeah, Popeye. His ass really, I've never seen someone live up to the gimmick that much. He has the sailor, the Popeye sailor thing, the cat. The Jit had the pipe in his mouth after the fight. Like, damn. <laughs> He lives his name, the sailor Popeye Rivera. And Loki, that the first thing I want to bring up on this card was uh that fight in particular. It was like round seven. The timekeeper let it go for three minutes and fifty and eight seconds, a whole extra fifty-eight seconds, and then rung the bell. So on the wildest shit I've ever seen, like the, you have one job, you're a fucking timekeeper, and you let a round go for an extra minute. God. Nah, but that's crazy. Before you pointed that out to me, I'm like, I didn't realize until after you said, it, I'm like, damn, this shit really is going on. <laughs> that shit was wild. I've like, never seen that before. A whole minute. And the worst part about it was uh, Badu Jack was getting beat up for the first three minutes. And in that last minute, he started hitting it. Jack turned around and started hitting it with haymakers. So, like, they probably gave the round to Jack in a whole minute that didn't count. So, like... <laughs> Shit, shit's crazy. Then uh, the next fight, Loki. This is a nice little stack card because Colin Smith, he knocked old boy out the ring. Yeah, boy, that shit was crazy. 
That little nice little left hook KO. That shit got me. Uh, Smith on the comeback. I think Canelo's the only one to beat him too. That'd be like the worst part. Of, like some of these fighters be like their only losses to like Bud or Canelo or like Spence, and it's like people are like, oh, they're coming back. It's like, right, this is they just have it to run into the. That's one thing sucks the about like, the difference. The difference between USC and boxing, bro, because like. That's the same thing you could say about Regis Prograde. Like, when he lost his belt, people don't want to fight him now because he was a champion. He just happened to take an L, but now he's just, like, in that no-man's land where, like, the prospects don't want to fight him, the champs don't want to fight him because he's a dog still at the end of the day. But, like, um, I shit like that, I always think of Kobe Covington. I always be like, he's one of those situations. Like, you just ran, just ran into a, raw, a Robert Whitaker. You just ran into some raw-ass niggas. Like, that's tough. It's like it's like it's like running into the motherfucking Chiefs or like Tom Brady. Like that was good. Like y'all was y'all had a great season, but like y'all just ran into them niggas. Just ran into them. Then we uh we saw our boy Zong came out like an emperor. He he ran into bad judging. And they no, Jit was snapping, bro. I seen I even seen some clips on Twitter, bro. I'm like he was low key getting off. He was for he got gassed in the second half. Well, he's a big boy. I don't I can't I don't expect it, but he was still finding spots like this head in his ass. I don't know how he lost it. I was really shocked when they said unanimous decision. Oh um, I low-key didn't even watch the decision because I already knew who won. So like I already like tuned out for a second. I was like on Twitter and then I seen people like, what the fuck? That was me. I was okay. I thought, the, I thought I thought what's his name? Zion? Zion, yeah. Zion. 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 I my dog Zion. But- also known as the Chinese motherfucker, motherfucking um, he was giving them hands the whole fight, and this was one of those fights I was kind of like watching in and out, in and out, in and out. But every time I looked up, bro was giving bro hands. And I think he a softball. I could be wrong though. But shit, them boys went all twelve rounds. That boy Hagrovic won, and now I think the winner of this fight became the mandatory to Usyk, like a WBA mandatory, but. We'll hit on this a little bit later. Usyk might be tied up with another big dog at the heavyweight division. But Usyk beating Anthony Joshua by split decision. I mean, that boy Joshua definitely came out, fought a better fight. He went out swinging. He he, he did all he could through the kitchen sink at him and still couldn't beat him. Hey, man, that boy Joshua, he looked – you can see where the improvements came in the camp, but – I feel like they're like I forget. Fuck! I wish I rewatched the fight, low key, because I can't remember the exact rounds. I think it was like round nine. There was moments where Joshua was attacking the body like he should have been, and it was actually affecting Usyk. But then he kind of would stop and like just kind of back out almost. So I don't know, man. I thought Joshua would be able to like use bring like more of his strength on top of him, but he wasn't able to. Yo, can you explain that to me? Why were they? Because I feel like Usyk was doing that too. I feel like nobody was really like trying to. They was in the paint, definitely. Like it was in the paint. They was giving them up. But it looked like when they was doing too much and a counter punch could have came, they just said instead of like keep on that throwing these haymakers and trying to finish the fight, just get the fuck about it. Like I understand bailing. That's something you do. But like you usually do that when you're not the aggressor or like you're not or you slipped or you did something un- unfundamental like. Why are they bailing like that in the middle of the, in the middle of combinations? I think because uh, uh, the worst part that made me matters is that it looked good. It looked like a good strategy, and I was just upset. Like, just kill him. 
I don't know why Joshua would do it because he. I don't think he has much to be afraid of Usyk power, but Usyk doing it, I think it's smart because he knows that if Joshua did land that one big counter punch, it could like change momentum, at least in judging. That's what Joshua looked like. He kept, he just looked like he was waiting for counter punching and like he looked like he was waiting for that that one right hand or some shit like it was ever gonna land or something. But I don't know. Like I was, I, I like how Joshua came out, but at the end of the day, bro, he only won probably a couple rounds out of that whole fight. When you really look at it, to me, or at least to me, it was. And it I don't know, man. Closer, I, Joshua, bro, I don't see a split decision either. I think they one judge like that one judge nah, scorecard that, that was like one sixteen, one thirteen for Joshua. They, like he was drunk. But now nah, that was terrible. Eddie Hearn. But Sal, that boy Sal came through. That boy Sal. The there was only a few money. rounds that I seen that Joshua was really doing damage and like really like doing what he had to do, but bro, we say boxed his ass off the whole fight for at least and like especially the last couple, like the last four rounds, Usyk flipped the switch and it was just like I'm gonna just fucking. I think that's where oh. Joshua fucked up too, cause like after I think it was after the ninth or tenth round, Joshua he kind of just like I don't want to say gassed out, but he didn't like. Put he didn't put, put press down on the pedal, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, he he's not fucking Rocky Marciano. All right, I'm 260. <laughs> Fuck that guy, bro. Nah, like, I mean, shout out Usyk, man. Usyk's the number one pound for pound in the fucking world. I don't care about knowing, I don't care about shout out my dog Bud, though. But other than that, man, he hasn't fought, so it's okay. I'm gonna talk my shit. Usyk is number one, yeah, hands okay. down. If he beats Tyson Fury, I won't nah, say. Nah, if he beats Tyson Fury, you might as well call him the fucking GOAT. Hey, here's my thing. I think nah, I just the, <laughs> I think he is the best. I think he, I think he can beat Tyson Fury, but until he does that, I can't give you number one. You got to do some number one ass shit or be Canelo. So, like, that's tough. Because, like, Spence and, Spence, and, Spence and Crawford are already, the date is all damn near set. Like, it's almost there. So like it's tough to give him like the best. Who would you like? What what what's your own not reasoning, but like if you were to give me a drop down, like what makes him better the best? Because like he's he linked because he because um he unified the division as a cruiserweight, correct? Yeah. yeah. All right. So what well, I would call undisputed, him number one. Man. Yeah, he went undisputed at cruiserweight, all on the road. Every single fight, damn near, is on the. You could call him the road warrior, like. That's his nickname for now on, the road warrior. All he does is fight on the road. He don't ever fight in his hometown. He goes to everyone else's, takes their belt, and give them an L. That's all he does. That's all he knows. And so, he boom, he goes, bro, people was having him, like, no, that is five. facts. It was, like, his last eight fights. Every fight was, like, in the other. It was in the, like, home. Like, he would fight, like, like some, some Russian dude in Russia. Fight a German dude in Germany. Fight a fucking Britain guy. You know what I'm saying? Like, all these guys, like, he going over there he even came to the u.s before i think so like dude is different bro he don't he don't look at that shit he he and that means he's beating all these guys decisively he ain't got to worry about putting it in judges hands he don't got to worry about corruption because he he not at home so he's like damn bro that you beating these boys that bad where the judges can't even fuck up the fight they have no choice to give you the win because you would do and then I mean, you could. He was top five after the cruiserweight shit, and then he comes up, boxes the fuck out of Joshua the first time, take his belts like it's nothing, does it again, repeats the same thing, nothing changed. Joshua just 
they're just different it was like a plus 250 underdog in that first fight a lot of people yeah, the like, want to be like oh we all knew Usyk was gonna win it's like no you didn't Usyk was like a almost 300 underdog people thought joshua was gonna pop him was gonna yeah because like one hitter and show mm-hmm. that he's too small for the division fact bro sean porter fought Usyk in the amateurs sean porter's a 147 guy and he fought Usyk back in the amateurs so people thought Usyk going to heavyweight is gonna get knocked out but Jip bulked up. He got his – he's just a master boxer, bro. His IQ in the boxing ring is, like, out it's of this like world. Better BF and just, like, Lomachenko. He's one of them overseas, those weird Middle East Ukrainian countries that over in Europe that have, like, 200 fights in amateurs and only lost, like, two fights. So whenever him and Lomachenko are probably, like – You knew this guy. together. Yeah, but you knew when you, the Usyk came out was he was going to be a god, just like Loma. So I didn't realize that until I looked into, like, these people are, like, amateur gods. And, like, outside of, like, people that don't, like, the casuals wouldn't know, but the people who, like, study the amateurs going on to follow you, like, they were, like people were waiting for Usyk. People were waiting for Loma. People were waiting oh, for yeah. that's why That's what sucks about Loma, low-key, that he did do that. Because I think he got two gold medals. So, I mean, it doesn't really suck for him. But he didn't yeah. turn pro until, like, 30 years old or like 30 like in his 30s or late 20s so like he kind of got a late start and he's only that's why he only has like 15 fights right now but he's getting close to 40 because he has such a long amateur career let's, let's want to talk about the news of tyson fury calling him out tyson fury saying like it's gonna be the biggest money fight in the world has ever seen he has a lot of expectations eddie at night he um bob arum is even saying yeah we're gonna do it fucking uh Who's home? Frank Warren, I think Frank even said Warren. It. Fucking yeah, like it's gonna happen. If this money splits gonna be 50-50, they're saying. I think they were saying Usyk is like a free agent, so I, I don't think there's gonna be any like uh blockage to make the fight because uh Tyson Fury he got his team and shit. I I think he'd be fucking with Frank Warren. I could be wrong though, but I don't think Usyk has like he's with any promotion right now, so I think he'd be able to. I think it would be, like, a smooth negotiation for real. And, like, all the belts is already going to be on the line. Like, it's really just going to come down to money. And who's the A-side? Who the fuck is the A-side? That's a good question. Tyson Fury is clearly the the, the draw. Attraction, yeah. But at the end of the day, dude over there got all the belts with the ring magazine. That they said it'd be 50-50, but, you know, boxing, there's never such things 50-50. There's always 51-49. Yeah, somebody, got to get over. I love it, man. But how do you feel about Joshua and the octagon afterwards? Because like, not octagon, the <laughs> ring afterwards. And the fact that what killed me was the fact that I didn't give a fuck about this thing. You know, I don't listen to the fights with sound on. But the motherfucker left the ring and came back. He threw the belts on the ground. Like, right. he took the belts from the Ukraine people. Wow, that was the most disrespectful part. Doing that, like when he took the belts from. Uh, uh, Usyk's camp and like showed off the ring and another, I don't know what the other belt was. It was the I ring. Think WBA or some shit. And then this throws him down and then literally you see Usyk's face in that moment. He goes, and it was just like bad. It was like, and then you can see like people breaking down the video. He didn't want to raise his arm with him. That was, video you sent on Twitter, man, of the breakdown and like the guy talking about it, I was like, damn. I didn't even look at I knew there was something off when I was watching Joshua, the way he was like, 
walking around the ring. And then when he, it really looked weird when he got out the ring and he was talking shit to the fans. He, he like he turned around or whatever. Yeah, he turned, it looked like he was going to the locker room. He turned around and then he goes straight back to the ring. I'm like, what the fuck is this guy on? And it looked like, I thought he was going back to the ring to talk shit with Usyk. And then dude grabs the bells. He does all this shit, bro. And then the mic, bro. When he grabbed the mic, that was probably the worst thing that man could have done. I will say he saved his ass, though, because it could have been an all-time moment. But then he did show respect. He did say Usyk's a great champ. So, like, it went from a, a, a complete total fucking disaster to, like, he kind of saved his ass a little bit and showed some showed some pride. It's just like, bro, respect why the fuck did like, he... Got, got out of there. But it should why have been more about Why the fuck Usyk. would he grab the mic? Like, should, that shit it look... should be more about Usyk in Ukraine, and we did this for fucking Ukraine. Because usually, that's... like, a box a boxing fight, they go winner. It, they do the same thing in UFC. Winner, you do the interview. Or loser sometimes does the interview first, and then they'll go to the winner. This man literally grabbed the mic like it was his show. Like, it was like he was expecting him to win, and he had to, like, apologize or some shit. It looked like that was, like, set up for him. That's why I think he grabbed the mic because dude thought it was his show for real, and he just was trying to cover up his ass. It just looked look back because, like, bro, you lost. Because it started off, I thought they put respect on the Ukraine, right? Because I seen him put the flag over his shoulder and shit. I'm like, okay, good shit, man. At least you were a good sport. You're such a stupid ass guy. What the fuck you got going on, bro? But hey, man, that's how that boy went out. And he's still gonna. I think that's not gonna take nothing away from him. I think he's gonna lose like his the, like the fake fans, you know, like the bandwagon fans. Like, yeah, this nigga, this big light skinned dude with all the muscles, he's gonna fuck shit up, motherfucking. But I feel like he's still gonna be a huge draw, and maybe the U at the UK will love him forever. And he already said that three like three fight contract with the Saudi boys for like 150 million or something. Crazy. I think that's another thing that that video that you sent pointed it out to me that I didn't even think about how like he didn't go straight to his camp after the loss. You bro, if you look at any UFC, fucking any combat sport, if you take an L, you go straight to your coach and you guys are talking on your team and you guys are just like, you know, it's always together. Bond, are, yeah. yeah, like you just went months and weeks of fucking training nonstop with these boys. Those are the first people you want to go back to if you just didn't get your hand raised. This man doesn't even go nowhere near his camp. And that guy in that video was talking about how everyone gasses up Joshua to be this fucking Greek god, fucking heavyweight, all-time great because of the way he looks and all this shit. And that shit is not the truth, man. And I think Joshua is starting to see that shit, too. He knows he can't beat Usyk. He might not even touch those belts again. Who the fuck knows? He's still young. I can't say that. But still, like he he's realizing the hype around his name ain't really what it should be. Or at least that's how I'm seeing it. I will say he, he signed his he signed his contracts at the right time, though. Because now Rats, it doesn't matter what's happening now because he is all that money's guaranteed. That boy might be losing. Don't get their money back because he's still gonna be a draw. Definitely still gonna be a draw still. But shit, we gotta we gotta wrap this up. And what's some final thoughts on this card or this uh this anything before we have to go? Big boxing bitch, like that shit is lit, man. That's that's what that was to me. I was like, this does a lot of good hands. It was a good card. I don't really fuck with Eddie Hearn like that, but it was a good card, definitely. Shit, fucking. I hope Fury and Usyk make that fight, man. I 
I could I couldn't even tell you who I want to win or who I think could win that fight. That's that I think is more of a toss up than the Terence Crawford L. Spence fight. Ooh, old claims right there. Really? Oh, I don't mind. know who wins Usyk Fury because like Fury Fury's can box smart. too. Yeah, Fury's smart. And Fury's big, so can Usyk box? That's but the thing is, Fury got problems with softballs, so it's like I don't know, man. That's gonna be a good one. That's gonna be that's gonna be one. I might have to vote no contest on that one. Yeah, that one's a hard one. But shit, we broke it down. We rewind it. We recapped it for y'all. Let that boy Kev send us out today. Man, this has been a totally blitz podcast. If you didn't know, I didn't mind telling you again, you dirty bitch. But y'all boys, stay tuned, man. We got more recaps coming in. Go peep our oldest shit, Terrence Crawford. Errol Spence, we're waiting on it. Make sure you keep tuning in. Check us out on Apple Podcasts. Check us out on motherfucking Spotify, anywhere you need podcasts. Make sure you watch the YouTube videos because you get to see all the dope being smoked and Marcus being a great citizen. And this has been a Totally Blitz podcast. Yeah, bitch. We've been on that rock star regiment, knowing that I'm heaven sent, higher than I ever been. I got a problem with. Got a problem with being problematic Get the light beam on me ready for electrostatic Don't you step into this box if you're not batting Then my gang got tools, you can call them boy crap Man, this gang got rules, man, you better watch your passes This ain't